sometimes a client will ask a question that they know the stock answer to. The question usually starts with, is it okay if, or am I wrong if I like, or something in that vein. The internet is overflowing with pop psychology and bits of advice that are packaged as objective fact that everyone should know or that you'd be an idiot not to follow. And I would argue that there's a lot less objective advice out there than most people believe. As humans, we have individuality. You're free to like whatever you like. Uh, sometimes acting on our preferences has consequences, however. But even in those cases, you're never disallowed from having that preference. That aside, recognizing your individuality is almost a mandate for self-discovery. Exploring your likes and dislikes, it lays things out for you. And the acquisition of that knowledge is key to the next step, which is processing and integrating what you now know into your thoughts. But what happens when what we discover about ourselves conflicts with what society would tell us is right or wrong? That's tough. And there are a lot of levels to that, as you might already be thinking. For the, let's call it small stuff, it's probably okay to have those preferences. For example, one of the big ones I often get is that someone is comfortable with being alone. People can feel guilted by the external world for feeling that way. But not everyone is an extrovert or even highly social. Some people enjoy the company of just a few others or even a single other person. Still, others enjoy the silence that comes with solitude. And solitude is okay. To the external world, it is not okay because there are so many risks typically associated with being with oneself. But context is king, as they say. If you're a high-risk heroin user, being alone isn't usually advised due to risk of overdose. You can't Narcan yourself while you're in the midst of an overdose. But again, that doesn't mean you cannot have that preference. It just means you shouldn't because of well-known factors. We also tell people who are grieving not to isolate. Don't be alone, we say. And there's a reason for that too. Data suggests people who grieve alone grieve longer and harder. A person's compulsion to withdraw from others at their lowest points is generally ill-advised. But if we can impart tools upon someone to teach them how to process in their solitude, then that time can potentially become fruitful. Everyone wants to withdraw sometimes. No matter how outgoing you are, you may feel the need to have a me day every once in a while. Sometimes people call it a reset day, a spa day, or a mental health day. All of those things are okay, or they should be considered okay, wherever you are. There are still a lot of places, though, where that's simply not accepted, and you ought to consider how that impacts your overall state of being. Not having the option to make that call for yourself can be detrimental in the long run. Of course, not everyone can get up and move to another town or county or state, and in those cases, considering how you utilize the time you do have in solitude is paramount to your well-being. In closing here, solitude is okay. Embrace your individuality. Maximize the quality of your alone time and keep yourself moving ahead. Don't be afraid to be who you are and find your inner peace in whatever way you deem necessary. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be well and stay lifted.